Welcome to the NPE Secrets to Their Success podcast, where we believe business education is the key to your continued success in the fitness industry. I'm Sean Greeley. I'm joined by my co-host, Rick Isaac. Rick, how's it going? It's going exceptionally well, Sean. It's amazing to see so many people who have pivoted at this time in, in the, our industry, which is it's been the strangest time ever, but they're now they're coming out the other side and getting amazing results, helping more people and getting rewarded for doing it. Very exciting. Yeah, and I'll just share, we're, we, are, uh, we are pumped this week. Uh, Rick and I came off um, a couple calls yesterday with clients um, uh, in different programs, and literally like every client is reporting best month ever, best month ever, best month ever. And many of them, it's like the third, the fourth, best month ever in a row the last several months, uh, which is just incredible. When you, know, you look around and you, and you see the doom and gloom news, um, it's not the story that's happening with inside our, our community right now, which is just incredible. We're honored to be able to serve. We're excited about the results uh, and success and prosperity uh, our clients are having um, and what that means for their families, their, their staff, their, their clients. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just, it's a pleasure to, to be um, celebrating those wins. So um, we have a, a, a really Great interview again today with another one of those stories. Uh, this is Jess Cross, who is the owner of Sportif Personal Training. She's a studio owner uh, outside of Sydney uh, in Australia and actually a, a town called Mosman in New South Wales. Uh, and Jess is just, she's fantastic. She's, she's soft-spoken, uh, but with an incredible heart, incredible passion, um, and, uh, and just incredible community. Uh, and she is, um, you know, like many, many, business owners came to us at a time uh, early this year, uh, pre-COVID, where, you know, she's a mom with a a young child uh, and a business owner and just, you know, kind of running around doing this at the park, wasn't getting it done. Uh, And she needed to step up her game as a business owner to uh, have a business that was more uh, financially successful uh, and supporting her, supporting her family. And uh, she could afford to then invest in team, invest in things that give her more freedom um, to be present at home with her family. So uh, Jess uh, is just, she's, she's so fun to work with, Rick. Uh, share a little bit about uh, what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, look, it's an amazing story for someone who's got, as you said, a very young child. Uh, she's a passionate about her fitness business, but by her own admission, not great from a business side of things. And, and so many of us can relate to that. Uh, when we're in the industry, but we haven't been taught how to run a successful business. So no systems in place, uh, no real ability from or consistency with sales and marketing, shall we say, and just the way that she's been able to step into this to face her fears because it's uncomfortable. You know, growth only occurs in the uncomfortable zone, as they say. And Jess has really done that at a time when a lot of other people, because of her having a young child, would be pulling back. She recognised she needed to pull back from being hands-on, but she needed to get the systems in place so that she can employ others to do the work for her and with her. And that's what she's been able to do. You mentioned community. She's got a phenomenal client community, but she's also developed a great community amongst her staff as well. who are all pulling the business in the same direction to help more people achieve their health and fitness goals in the Mossman area and beyond so it is such a powerful story and as you said she's very soft-spoken she's not a rah-rah person she's just gone about it diligently you know faced the fears that she had looked at her weaknesses and overcome them it's such a powerful story yeah and you're going to hear about in this interview how she's gone from 102 clients to now 150 clients in seven months and 
you know, really double the revenue of the business, uh, built resiliency in the business with having online option for revenue, uh, retention and service and delivery and, and just some great stuff in here um, from Jess. So let's get on to your interview with Jess Cross. Hi, this is Sean Greeley and welcome to the Secrets to Their Fitness Business Success Podcast, where industry leaders share their secrets, strategies, and step-by-step systems to turn your fitness passion into a highly profitable business. Now, after you've listened to the show, head on over to npefitness.com slash podcast to download the show notes and get access to our free e-course on how you can start and grow a profitable fitness business. You'll see how over 45,000 fitness entrepreneurs have created more profit, revenue, and happiness with their business and get instant access to our three most popular fitness business building guides. The training is 100% free and you can access it now at npefitness.com slash podcast. Now let's get on to the show. Well, hi everyone and welcome to MPE Secrets of their Fitness Business Success Podcast. Today I'm joined by Jess Cross who's in New South Wales, but I'll let you share what your business name is and where you're located and the types of clients you you serve on the call here, Jess. But thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, thanks for that, Rick. Um, yes, yeah, so my name is Jess uh, Cross. I have an outdoor and PT studio in Mossman, uh, New South Wales. So yeah, my business is called Sportive Personal Training. We sort of deal with a whole range of clients from you know young teenage girls all the way through up to uh, some of our members are in their sort of late 70s. Um, and yeah, we sort of see, oops, sorry, my daughter just poured my water bottle everywhere. So um, yeah, sort of, uh, sort of see a wide range of clients, whether it's training for an event or rehabilitation or just yeah, general, um, yeah, general everyday fitness. Yeah, great. Well, and what I can't wait to dive into this with you because um, clearly you do have a, a young daughter, which is awesome. And lots of people listening to this are struggling with how they can juggle work and life, especially with you know, the whole COVID-19 situation, whether they're in lockdown or even if they're not, schools are closed, some are open, how do they actually make this work? So looking forward to, to diving into this with you. Before we get into that side of things, so Let's talk about prior to NPE. Where was the business? What did it look like at that stage before you got on board with us? Yes, yeah, so I joined NPE the beginning of this year. It's sort of the end of February. I sort of felt a little bit stuck on, you know, where my business, we were, even though we were having a bit of growth, sort of just felt like, you know, I just kind of needed a bit of direction on, you know, generating leads and getting sort of proper systems in place because I was sort of starting to hire new, um, yeah, hire new clients. So sort of since February to, to now, just, you know, even though I've been going through things, you know, at my own, um, own pace, just putting those systems in place has really kind of helped set up all the foundations and the growth that I've kind of had since it pretty much doubled my sales per month, uh, since joining, uh, MPE. Um, and then trying to get that sort of work-life balance um, back. Like, yeah, as you know, I've got a daughter and wanting to spend time with um, yeah, her. So I've sort of been able to take Saturdays off and sort of, yeah, take that little bit of a step back, um, but still involved, you know, heavily in the business. But, yeah, giving that time to myself. 
Yeah, that's awesome. And I'm, I'm going to ask you some more questions about that. I remembered on one of our earlier calls, Jess, we were reviewing your website and how you your online presence was. What was that like having, I mean, it's always a bit scary, right, having someone look at the stuff that you've got out there with social media and online. Um, but I know I remember that call distinctly because you you know you took away a lot of great info and then made those changes what was that experience like for you getting getting the, the your online presence assessed and, and given feedback you know that was really um i think that was really helpful and then also having whether it's the getting race ready or the laser coaching calls every week just being able to share you know something just simple as sharing my screen with other people on the on the call who yeah can give you know, feedback on things that you might not necessarily see, but then also using some of the NPE partners, um, like 98, um, sorry, 97 Display, and, you know, speaking with them and them giving me guidance on, you know, things that do and don't work to help, yeah, help attract new members, because that's where I was sort of feeling stuck, was that I wasn't getting a lot of, even though a lot of my referrals have been, and clients have been through word of mouth, my website wasn't, yeah, really generating a whole um, a whole lot. Well, let's let's talk about that for a minute because, as you said, you felt like you were a bit stuck. You were sort of getting the occasional client, but as everyone does, losing the occasional client. So really at a plateau point. But then, as you mentioned, in since February 2020, and where we now are in September, you've doubled your your sales. Um, and there's been some significant other changes that have occurred in the business as well. So. What about the you know physical locations, online locations, outdoor locations? How has that all morphed over this period of time? Yeah, so I started my business for yeah pretty much four years ago today, and it was all outdoors. So it was a way for me to keep costs low. I didn't have any overheads or anything like that. So you know I purchased all the outdoor equipment outright, and sort of my whole journey has kind of been just growing through that and you know, saving all that kind of money to go towards my sort of goal, which was to open a, a PT studio. And then in, so then I was outside for just over three, yeah, just over three years. And then November of 2019, I then opened, yeah, a studio. And, and then that's just kind of given my existing clients, even though I had PT clients before, it's helped me upsell a lot of existing members into PT just having you know things like you know barbells and dumbbells and you know all the sort of different cardio equipment there it's just kind of added a little you know something a little bit different for a lot of those members because they're sort of used to training outdoors um, even though we do use a lot of equipment out there it just sort of yeah I found that that has been the best thing to help with my growth and then it's also then kind of attracted a lot of new members who you know don't like outdoor training, but like the fact that we do say PT. Um, so that's also been, you know, been something that's helped kind of grow, grow the business. So yeah, we have a PT studio now where we do, yeah, all of our one-on-one, -on -one. we're doing a lot more semi-privates um, than what we were before. Um, so yeah, they're, they're the kind of big changes that um, have been made over the four years. It's an interesting one, isn't it? Because a lot of people who have had that traditional um, bigger group or, or boot camp or, or just, you know, the, the typical group classes, I guess, that a lot of commercial gyms 
have, then there's been a real shift from that because not everyone wants to be in that group environment, especially going through you know, the sort of corona epidemic and, or pandemic, I should say. Um, how, I mean, you just mentioned that you've doubled your sales, you know, every month in terms of what you're doing. And there'd be a lot of people thinking, well, how did she do that during this whole COVID situation when there's all this fear and stress and worry? What did you actually do and, and what were the significant changes to what you'd been doing previously that enabled you to get those results, Jess? Um, I think the biggest, probably one of the biggest yeah, kind of things that help me sort of survive. And I guess you never really know what can what can happen, but just being prepared was my my thing. I sort of had a few clients that decided to sort of isolate that little bit um, little bit earlier. So I just kind of took it upon myself to kind of get all the systems in place with Zoom, and I basically just set up every group. Oh, we've just, just lost you, Jess. Sorry, it's just gone really quiet. Can I just hear you? Can you hear me now? Yes, that's much better. Okay. Yeah, sorry. So, um, oh, oh, should I start again? Or? No, no, that's okay. You were saying you oh, just you implemented Zoom and you, you, know, you had to... Yeah, so we implemented Zoom. So for my existing members, the thought of being outside wasn't really a big issue because we hadn't... Um, you know, had our studio for that um, for that long, so that was yeah for our PT clients to go outside. That wasn't much of a much of an issue. Um, and then because some of the bigger gyms were closing, a lot of those people were looking for an alternative um, to train outside. And I kind of feel like in the area that I'm in, not a lot of gyms offered a great you know outdoor option or an online option. So I was able to use that to my um, my advantage and I, yeah so that was quite good in that respect and then once and we started doing some online classes for those clients that didn't want you know didn't feel comfortable even being in an outdoor sort of setting so right. we set that up and then it was then another week that then everything had to go um, online so we yeah moved all of our groups uh, and semi-private clients um, online um, and then for our one-on-one -on -one clients those that sort of felt comfortable to because we could still train one-on-one -on -one clients outside we still right. offered um, that option or if they felt more comfortable on zoom we did it by um, by zoom um, yes yeah, so I think but the feedback from my members the fact that I sort of always kept them updated with everything that was going on whether it was from Fitness Australia or um, New South Wales Health um, they're really appreciative for that and just the fact that I turned things around pretty quick I think maybe some other gyms maybe were a bit too slow to react and then people kind of cancelling their memberships and or wanting to put them on hold until things change which I did get some people like that but after a while they sort of yeah kind of just started to come back because they were getting you know going sort of stir crazy just being inside and yeah things like that but um yeah I think and then just also the support from MPE and you know just keeping accountable to coming to the you know the weekly weekly calls and um you know bouncing or you know hearing other people's you know struggles and triumphs and you know implementing some of the things that worked for you know other people across to your own yeah 
own business, I think, has just been something that's really, um, yeah, really helped. It's interesting you said there at the start that um, that your, your members, you know, they really appreciated your communication and being able to keep them up to date with what was going on. And you also, as you said, pivoted really quickly because you recognised that uh, that there was, there was going to be a challenge there with some of them, which is which is brilliant, right? You were able to embrace that. Um, a lot of people listening to this, maybe some have, or maybe some um, waited a bit too long, or maybe some haven't actually done it yet. How has that been for you, to having that as an online service delivery? Um, how did you find that experience? And clearly you had to learn different ways of doing things and, and ways of being able to over-deliver. Just share a little bit more about how that all worked, Jess. I think it just adds another, or now it certainly adds another element to your business. I mean, I have now clients, you know, when they say have a COVID test and can't come and see us, even though it's, say, a negative, you know, a negative result that they've got to isolate for, th right. say, three days, you know, clients are still wanting to train. Uh, you know, I feel fortunate that clients are still wanting to train via Zoom. They're just not coming into the into the studio. And then things like, say, school holidays where I previously would have, or like people going on holidays are now kind of liking the idea that, you know, they could just pack a TRX or, you know, a weight in their, in their bag or what have you. And, um, you know, we can just connect at this, you know, pretty much depending on, I mean, obviously international travel is not an option at the moment, but depending on the time difference, just kind of adjusting the time. So a lot of clients, um, you know, that I previously would have paused their payments for going on, holidays and things like that I haven't had to do so then I've noticed you know my cash um or my sales are a lot higher than yeah especially these like this past four holidays we just had it because I normally have a lot of members going to sort of Europe for the for the summer and right. you know that's you know sometimes four weeks worth of um memberships that go on hold there so having that option and even though no, sorry, now that people are maybe only going away for a week, they're happy to kind of connect on, on Zoom and do the sessions. I mean, that's super powerful, isn't it? You know, if anyone who's in a personal training or semi-private space or who's wanting to move into that, because a lot of people are shifting their model away from that larger group, um, but that's yeah. massive, isn't it? Because that cash flow uh, impact of, of holidays, and generally you're working with people who are affluent, more affluent, but have disposable income. So they're the ones who do travel and, or at least go on holiday a lot more. So that, that's massive. Have you been able to quantify sort of what the difference has been in terms of your your yearly revenue from that or what it's saved you or meant that you can continue to, to get that cash yeah, in? Totally. Yeah, kind of just going off like I yeah, actually just kind of did my tax sort of return and just kind of looking at the projections um, just from even just following the MP cash dash tool, you know, it's going to be kind of an extra sort of 250000 a year, not just from like those people not being on holidays, but, you know, from the new members. So, yeah, it's kind of a big, um, yeah, big change. Hey guys, and thanks for listening to our interview with NPE Academy member, Jess Cross. At NPE, we know you want a fitness business that achieves your personal and professional goals. And the problem, well, business is hard. 
Nobody comes preloaded with all the tools, skills, and knowledge to figure these things out. That's why most people don't start a business and why the majority of small businesses fail. At MPE, we believe business education is the key to your continued success in the fitness industry. Since 2006, MPE has helped over 45,000 fitness professionals, studio and gym owners in 96 countries to grow their business, take home more money and live their dream lifestyle. We've been recognized eight times on the Inc. 500, 5,000 list of fastest growing companies. And we're a global team. We've got offices in Los Angeles, London, and Sydney. When you're ready to learn more about how to take your business to the next level, you're invited to schedule a free Get Clarity Fitness Business Strategy session now at npefitness.com forward slash win. This is a 60 minute call where we take you through a process to create a strategic plan for taking your business to the next level at no charge. And in the meantime, you can check out our free articles, business guides, and podcast at npefitness.com forward slash learn. Listen, don't continue grinding away, losing money, dealing with the stress and worry you are. Get the strategy and plan you need to win at npefitness.com forward slash win. We look forward to speaking to you and meeting you soon. I know during this time as well, you've you've uh, brought on some new team members um, mm-hmm. to support you so that, as you mentioned a few minutes ago, you can have that work-life balance as well. And you don't have to train on Saturdays, which was one of your yeah. goals, I remember when we first spoke. What's that been like, bringing them on board and, and having to let go of some of those things that sometimes we don't want to, right? Because it's our baby. Yeah. And if, you know, tell us a little bit about that. I think it's something that I'll always struggle with because it's, you know, something that I created and obviously it was just me when I first started and, you know, for a couple of years. And then as I've grown sort of added, um, you know, sort of, you know, two other sort of yeah personal trainers into the, the mix. And then I sort of have separate yoga and Pilates um, instructors, but their kind of, yeah, involvement is a little bit, you know, a little bit less, like they're only kind of doing a couple of hours, um, per week but um that's another thing with mpe as well just kind of giving me that support because that's kind of my weak weaker side of things is just sort of leadership I, i'm just somebody that's a doer and i feel bad but to say no to um yeah to clients and i'm slowly just trying you know that's one thing that i'm really trying to work on is yeah not just trying to get get the sale yeah that I take it yeah that I always have to take it on and you know trying to offload a lot of that um load like I mean I still do work in the business like I still do do like 35 hours of PT at the moment um including groups but um yeah like I'm obviously wanting to take that step back but working with um like yourself and Rachel you know just giving me tools to kind of help um you know slowly kind of come back and you know let um the other staff sort of yeah take on more responsibility of yeah training people and getting out there getting new clients not just all being on me and that's it that's an awesome thing i mean we it's worth pausing for a second isn't it vast majority of fitness businesses have really struggled through this pandemic and a lot of them unfortunately have had to close and are probably not going to reopen but during that time for you you've you've grown you've added you know 250,000 in terms of your yearly revenue to your existing revenue um 
and you've been able to not only keep your staff, but now you're continuing to provide them with more hours as well so that they're happy because a lot of staff members lost their job, didn't they? Because the facility closes down, well, there's no work. So that's that's huge that you've been able to do that. It's really impressive. Yeah, no, I think it's been, yeah, I kind of just feel, yeah, lucky because I guess you just never know what can what can happen. But, um, yeah, I think just having a supportive team behind you as well makes a big, yeah, makes a big difference and having the right people um, with you. I kind of just really believe, you know, hiring good, pe you know, people that are just good people and, you know, teaching them how you want to do things is kind of easy. But, yeah, just making sure you've got those good, um, yeah, good quality people with you. It's something we talk about a lot, isn't it? You know, you hire on personality and attitude and obviously they need to have basic qualifications and those sorts of things oh, for yeah. some a lot of experience as well. But it's it's aligning them to the core values of the business, isn't it? Which is so critical, as you said, they've got to be good people and, and that's how that you've been able to develop that community just within your, your team has been really good. Yeah, no, um, it's definitely a hard thing to, yeah, it's not easy and that's like yeah one thing that um yeah I kind of struggle with because you know you want to be their friend and you know make it a great you know place to work but then yeah just trying to set um you know the boundaries of being professional and yeah and all just kind of working together you know and just having people that are kind of passionate about what your goal of the business is and you know achieving what they want out of their career as a you know as a personal trainer well, that's a significant difference, isn't it? Because lots of businesses, it's almost as if, well, sometimes you are competing, aren't you? Because, you know, it's a, it's a, it's not really structured well, but you've been able to structure it so that they have bought into the vision and they love what you're doing and love the learning and an opportunity that you've been able to give them and everyone is pulling in the right direction. Um, how much of that has come down to having the right systems, as you said earlier, um, as well as having the right people? Yeah, I think, um, yeah, one thing that I did during lockdown was, you know, try to create kind of, I guess what I'd call like a standard operating procedures and just, you know, little things for me when I was on my own, I'm in my, you know, in my head and is just kind of inbuilt into me how I want things to be done. and it's something that I have learned over the years of having different people working with me is just trying to have that clear communication and, you know, because a lot of the members are so used to how, you know, how I would do things, you know, just something as small as like how you set up, say, a group class, you know, that makes a big difference and, you know, making sure that the staff, you know, that they're introducing, you know, members to other members and making everyone feel you know, making everyone feel welcome and you know, not having this, yeah, kind of intimidating environment that they're walking um, into, making sure that it's, yeah, this, you know, a fun and enjoyable place to train and, um, yeah, I think just little things, like, you know, just little customers, like kind of just the basics. Yeah. Which, which I think a lot of people don't, um, you know, don't know how to do and, you know, getting clients, uh, sorry, trainers, sorry, to, you know, message clients after you know whether it is a PT session or a group class giving them that you know feedback and encouragement and accountability you know to how they're going and you know and then say people that you know might not be turning up as often 
sending them a message. Like I had one girl who I hadn't seen um, in about a week and a week and a half. And I sort of sent her a message and um, like, she just wrote back to me just then and, you know, sent me this long text just saying, you know, how grateful, you know, how thankful, sorry, she was that I'd thought of her and messaged her and, you know, she actually hadn't been feeling well and, you know, how she was kind of feeling about coming back to, you know, back to training and, you know, could I help her with something? So I think just like those little things. Um, and I think that's also kind of has been what has sort of helped me as well through this is just always having that constant contact. Yeah. Yeah. Members and, you know, and staff. And we, you mentioned that earlier, I mean, in terms of your communication with the members, not just around COVID, but as you've just explained that, that over delivery, isn't it? It's really yeah. showing them that you genuinely care and those touch points after the sessions, because it's, yeah, as you said, it's relatively, most people are focused on what happens in the session, aren't they? And delivering great value, which is obviously an important part of it. But it's that over delivery that you do that just creates that sense of massive uh, value for people, isn't it? How has that gone now that you've been you know, doing that even more and you, you know, your instructors, your trainers, doing that too, um, how, have you noticed a, a difference in your retention um, in terms of you know, percentages or anything like that? Yeah, like my retention has always been pretty, um, pretty high. Um, yeah, the only reason why I do tend to maybe lose clients is if they're kind of moving out of the area or um, like sometimes there have been like an issue with, you know, something that has kind of happened or, you know, whether it's with say myself or another trainer or, you know, within kind of the group that right. kind of come um but um i think just yeah having the staff that are just really you know making sure that your staff are invested in that client's result and i think that's the just giving that support to the to the client like i sort of said to one of the new girls that started with me you know the most important thing you know at the beginning is you know you're not there to be there you know the client's friend and you know right. kind of just finding that um you know once you know you're wanting to help them work towards a you know towards a goal and you know when that you get to that sort of stage where you're kind of not comfortable but you know you have this great rapport like when in those initial stages of training somebody new um you know i think you've just got to really over deliver and um yeah, not that I fluff around, but, you know, you sort of, you know, once you kind of, you know, I've got clients I've trained for eight years, whereas now our sessions are a little bit lighter, still keep, but still keeping them accountable. Right. Um, you know, kind of thing. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a real concern for a lot of people. I know, you know, you had these concerns as well, isn't it, when you're giving up part of your, you know, your baby, so to speak, and, and you're relying on others to be able to deliver on that great service. But as you said, you've got the right people in, you've got them doing and following the right systems and procedures, and, and now you can be really comfortable knowing whoever they work with, they're going to get great service, and your your brand and, you know, your name, which is associated with it, is going to be represented in the best light. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it can just be something as simple as, you know, the, like I always have my clients have always got the same, you know, they always train at the same time every week, like nothing, you know, nothing ever changes and even just you know something so small of you know if you're needing to change someone's 
time and you do it one too many times, it can really put a, you know, a bad note in that person. And we have had, you know, a situation like that where, you know, one of the girls that, you know, she still works with me, but, you know, changed someone one too many times, and unbeknownst to me, yeah, he then called me one day and just said, you know, I want to cancel, I'm not happy, and there was nothing I could do about it, but it's, you know, just making sure your staff know, like, you know, that kind of professional standard. Like, I mean, I don't ever cancel on a climb unless right. there's obviously something, you know, big or what have you that kind You're of comes deathbed up. deathbed or something like that. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah, <laughs> being in a car accident or... Yeah, and I think clients are kind of understanding to a certain certain point, but, you know, um, it can just be some that simple thing of customer service, which, yeah, can sometimes go, um, yeah, go wrong. I think it's just doing the simple things right is what, yeah, people really appreciate. Yeah, and you, you, I think you nailed it earlier with that, you, you know, you can't over communicate, can you? If you're sharing this stuff, you're staying in touch and you're giving them feedback after the sessions, then it's not just reliant on that session. They mm -hmm. fall in love with the business and not any one trainer as well, because that's a big fear of a lot of people um, in the industry, isn't it? That, well, if I bring someone on and they start working with my clients and then I bring in new clients, well, then they could just go and do it themselves and take all the clients with them, which unfortunately, you know, it does happen in some situations, but you've got the team so bought into the vision and what you're trying to achieve and they're all working towards that because that means more opportunity and benefits for them as well, that everyone's working or singing to the same hymn book, so to speak. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you know, it can sort of be inevitable that people are going to move on and do what have you. But I think as a, as a business owner, I think it's just really important to still, even when you do take that step back, Still being involved, you know, still making sure that you're showing face and people, yeah, know who, you know, it's really important to me that even though sometimes I haven't met some members that I go to a group class that they're at and go and introduce myself and, you know, yeah, kind of meet them because now I'm sort of more in the studio as opposed to out, outside now. So sometimes I don't always get to meet the people kind of straight away, but, um, yeah, I think it's kind of really important that, yeah, clients know who you are. and Yeah, yeah. which is a, is a hard one, isn't it? Because, again, that's, uh, well, it's, too, it, it's really exciting to, to hear you say that there's some clients you don't know, um, but there's also, for some people, fear associated with that as well because what's happening with them, are they getting looked after? And I think that's yeah. what's been so obvious to us watching you um, from a coaching perspective is that even though the business has grown considerably and clearly not just in client numbers but in revenue as well uh, and you, you guys are busy and your trainers have got more hours and everyone that the, the clients are loving it because there's still that over delivery it hasn't yeah. been watered down the busier you've got because you've got those systems in place now that have been able to, to make sure that happens across the board and that that must make you feel great as well, knowing that, well, you don't even need to be involved in the process. You haven't met the client. They've, someone else has taken them through the sales process. They've got them signed up into whatever program they need and then they're getting really well looked after. And it's not that they forget you because they do know who you are um, because you've reached out that way. But that must be, make, help you to sleep well at night, I imagine. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, my thing is, yeah, I always want to kind of meet the people. Like, um, you know, I don't want to sort of be, yeah, I know that when I had 
went on maternity leave, there was people that I was signing up without, you know, sort of being there. It was all kind of on the phone and them going to sort of trial sessions and things like that. And yeah, when I kind of came back, it, you know, I sort of felt like I wasn't coming into my own workspace because there was a few new members that, yeah, didn't know who I was and weren't used to say how I train, how I would normally train people and, you know. But I just think it's yeah really important to yeah kind of know who everybody you know at least meet them and you know and being in touch with everybody and checking in and seeing how they're enjoying their training and, and things like that. So yeah, I think that's really important. It's very powerful, isn't it? Still showing them how much you want to meet them and that you care about them. It's not just well I've got your money now and you know you can deal with someone else. It's um that that's really significant. Um, I. I I want to appreciate your time here and I know you've got some quality time with your little one as well, but what would you say to others who, you know, they're in a situation where they've, they're either just starting in their, their business or they've been going for a while like you had and they really aren't getting to where they want to be. What would your advice be to them, Jess? Um, I guess like for me, my, yeah, kind of journey I guess like I did start in a in a gym working for somebody and getting to understand how like I mean a lot of the systems that I'm learning you know or doing with MPE I had a little bit of experience on with my first PT role and just kind of understanding what you know getting that experience and building up that you know client base of you know I think my thing is you know I've worked worked at sort of two different gyms in the area and got to know a lot of people in the community um so that's kind of a big yeah big thing is just trying to build that you know kind of you know reputation for yourself as the you know as a trainer first um so yeah I was kind of in gyms for about four or five years before I went out on my yeah went out on my own and I mean I would probably say don't be afraid to kind of start small and then because I feel like for me that's sort of been um yeah the best thing that I've done sort of starting with say low overheads as opposed to, you know, I couldn't imagine like, yeah, kind of opening a brand new space and not having any, you know, any members or a client base and things like that to build from. So um, things like that and just not be afraid to kind of just get out there and just do, yeah, do everything and yeah, make relationships with, um, you know, whether it's say like a Lululemon or, you know, like-minded businesses in the community, um, you know, that want to see you grow and kind of work having a reciprocal kind of arrangement, which is what I kind of did and that really helped get my name out there when I sort of started my business. And, um, yeah, and then, you know, just kind of keep pushing away, like, yeah, keep plugging away because, you know, it does, you know, you sort of get to that sort of two, three years in business and you feel like, yeah, you kind of, in this like ground where you're not really moving, but yeah, my thing would be to just keep going and, you know, I mean, now I wouldn't even look, yeah, wouldn't look back and yeah, it's the greatest sort of decision I've ever made. But I think, yeah, don't be afraid to go and get experience working with other people and sort of see what other businesses do and, you know, and then really kind of let that vision of what you would want a fitness business to be, be kind of shaping what your, yeah, what your business is or what you want it to be. Oh, that's great advice. And I know there's 
lots of people who are stuck, so to speak, and they're just treading water and not really moving forward or not really moving backwards. Although, as we know, you're moving in one direction. We're not ever staying still. Um, so, yeah, that that's awesome. Well, look, it's it's been phenomenal to see your growth, you know, since February for you to have achieved what you have, especially, I mean, that's that's outstanding, adding that 250000 in yearly revenue to the business model whilst we've gone through the worst pandemic to hit the industry ever, arguably, that's that's really significant. I love the fact that you're now able to have your weekends and spend quality time with your daughter and obviously, you know, your husband as well. And just the fact that you've achieved some of those goals you set in a really short space of time. And, and the other thing too, I mean, there's so many people who really need help, as you mentioned earlier, that the gyms are closing around them. Those that did, put or had a break have realized well this is horrible i feel terrible now the mental health issues that are all popping up everywhere with isolation and and all of that 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 comes with it i mean it's it's a it's an amazing community service that you're delivering and you really are changing lives every day jess so well done and congratulations on your success yeah thank you no thank you guys for all your support and you know i just really enjoy being a part of the the community and yeah I think just having that accountability, especially as a business owner, you can sort of slacken off a little bit, but um, no, it's really good. And yeah, to just have that support um, to help you grow to what you want. Yeah. What you want to do. Well, I love it. We're going to keep working on developing you into an even stronger leader um, so that you're able to take the business because I know you've got new goals and dreams now and, and much bigger goals, which is really exciting. So so watch this space to any of you that are listening or watching to this because, uh, yeah, Jess is going places. So, um, But right now I will let you have your quality time with your daughter back. Thank you so much for jumping onto the podcast with us, Jess. And we'll speak to you again very soon. All right, Rick. So great interview and story with Jess. Uh, you know, I think the big lesson for everybody to take home is get systems in place. Uh, you know, uh, whatever you're doing today, uh, you know, slow down to work on the business and get structure, get systems, get process, get tools to do it better, more consistently, more efficient. And not only create results, but create results, you know, fast. Uh, and, you know, we've seen this again and again, when people come into our community, they put those things in place. You know, this is how people literally double their business and eliminate pain at the same time, right? So not only you have a, a, a bigger business that's producing more profit, more revenue, you know, but you get to enjoy this thing and not be uh, having it, you know, kill you. So, um, and dealing with all the pain that so many people suffer with just because they think that's what it is and it's not what it has to be and it won't be that when you get systems in place. So systems are the key uh, to your freedom uh, as a entrepreneur and small business owner. Uh, and I think the other thing is just don't wait for a perfect time. You know, there's always a reason to not do this now or I'm going to wait till I get, you know, it's like fitness, right? When are you going to start a fitness program? I'll do it Monday, you know, Monday never comes. Meanwhile, we're ordering pizza and eating bonbons and candy again for you know on a weekend so the the best time to start is is now and the place you begin is where you're at uh, it doesn't matter where you are or what dysfunction you have or what limiting capacity you feel you have today that's all part of the problem we got to work on and solve that's why you get a plan in place to solve these things 
so you can address it and you can start moving in the right direction. Um, it doesn't matter how slow you go. What matters is that you're moving in the right direction. Uh, and that's what we want to inspire everybody um, to, be, to be doing today. Well, look, it's one of the things I remember on some of our coaching calls with Jess, she was sort of, I guess, frustrated in a way that she wasn't working through the material quicker. And there's always more to do in business. But as you heard from Jess on in the interview, you know, it's just about, and you just mentioned, Sean, it's about consistency. This is about doing those things every day, which is going to drive your business forward. Are there some days where we can do more? Sure. There's some days we'll have to do less. Yes. But as long as we're doing something every day and to Jess's point, she's not, you know, anything incredible. When we think she's incredible, but she's very humble. All she's done is follow the instructions. That's what she's been able to do and be consistent every day, not just being busy, shuffling papers, responding to emails and not getting anything done to drive the business forward. So if there's a lesson there, you're absolutely right. And as always, you know, systems are the key and follow the instructions. You know, you don't have to grind and struggle and fight and claw and scratch. There are easier ways to do this and you can get more rewards both financially and time freedom and intrinsically by helping more people if you do have the right tools, support and accountability. Yeah, absolutely. You said it. Uh, and look, we want to encourage you guys uh, to keep going. This is a time when um, I know it's easy to get down if you feel like you're not where you should be, you're not where you want to be. If you faced a tough year, uh, we get it, uh, you know, and just know there's help here for you. Uh, and uh, we want you to be inspired. We want to support you on your journey. And thank you. You know, thanks for listening to the MP Secrets to Success podcast. Uh, we believe here that business education really is the key to your continued success. Uh, and when you're ready to learn more about how to continue to grow and attack 2021, we invite you to schedule a free Get Clarity strategy session with our team. Uh, you can do that at npefitness.com forward slash win. Uh, and we wish you all the best. Have a great week. And we'll speak to you again real soon. Bye for now, folks.